Okay, I'm looking at the Nasiva Shalom. I just opened this by chance because I'm so disoriented. Kol machlokas shehila shem shemaim. Any disagreement in anything, man and wife, <laughs> two rabbis, Talmudic scholars, politicians. So this is all about this is all about discourse, or what um, some uh, scholar called the strife of the soul. Steinsels, the strife of the soul. It's the Mishnah in Ovis. The ethics of the fathers. Whatever that means. It will be. It'll. 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 Um, it'll be established. It'll have permanence. A kiyum, right? It's a machlokas. If it's l'shem shemaim, then you're doing it for. Not personal motives. There's no ulterior motive. So I'm not doing it because I want power. I'm doing it because I believe in it. And you're doing it because you believe in it. And now we have this machlokas. So the end will be lehit kayem. Now, I don't know if lehit kayem really should mean that it'll stay forever. But it certainly means something than the opposite. Let's just explore. For she'eno l'shem shemaim. And if I'm not doing it for non-ulterior motives, for altruistic motives, ain't a sofa lehit kayem. Oh, he hasn't helped me. He just said it's not going to be lehit kayem. It will be lehit kayem or it won't be, depending on the intention behind it. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to give you an example. The Bala Mishnah says, Ezehu machlokis l'shem shemaim. I'll give you an example of l'shem shemaim. Machlokis bein hillel v'shamayim. They, Hillel believed one way, Shammai believed another, and the Machlokas stays to this day. Mm-hmm. Okay, we go like Beis Hillel, but some say that in the future, in the future times, we will switch to Shammai. He was such a perfectionist. Ezeu Machlokas she'eno l'shem Shammai? So give me an example. Machlokas Korach, the Koladosa, his Machlokas. So he's given us an example of two types of machlokas to understand what lehit kayem is. So it may mean that, yeah, machlokas of Korach, well, that doesn't exist today. That's in the history books. Let's see what the Nesiva Shalom does. Yesh levai loshon Mishnah. What does it mean, the expression in the Mishnah, so for lehit kayem? In the end, it will lehit kayem, if it's l'shem shemai. So he's also bothered by this terminology of You could say, in, if somebody's arguing for the sake of heaven, so then the argument is a valid argument. Unlike Korach, it's not a valid argument. What is Lehit Kayem? And all the Mepharshim go to town on this, because it's so, it's just a weird lotion. Why does it say the Machlokas of Korach and his his group, right, his mafia? Why doesn't it say the Machlokas of Korach and his opposite number, who is Moshe? And and the 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 spitz, the depth of the flaw of a machlokus, the typical example of machlokus, that's not l'shem shemaim, motzinu in Parshas Korach. Meaning, at the moment, Moses says, he bodlu mitocha eda hazos, 
And God says to Moses, now I want you to separate yourself from them. I don't want you to get singed because I'm, I'm, I'm about to destroy them. Right? So just separate themselves so I can destroy them in a minute. I'm Baramban. And so my Nachmanadi says, Shehakavana mitocha edazos. Why from this particular mafia, this group, this Eida, is Eina Rak Eidas Korach. Isn't just on the Ada of Korach. Interesting. Ramban is very interesting. He says the Kavana, the intention, I want you to separate from this group, wasn't just Korach's group. It was Chas V'Sholom Al Kol Klal Yisrael. I want to destroy. I'm, I'm having a rage attack. I'm destroying everybody. Why? Because in the beginning it was just Korach and his mafia. But when 250 B'nai Reubenites came and joined him with their fire pans, so then everyone showed up for the show. It was in a stadium. There was Korach, there was Moshe, there was the 250. And everyone shows up to say, well, maybe he's right. Maybe he's right. Maybe Kulam Kadoshim. Maybe the whole Kila is Kadosh. So they all participated, the rest of Klal Yisrael. And therefore, everyone became kind of uh, guilty or guilt by association. Why? Because everyone had doubts about the Shrina. Everyone already started having doubts. You start planting seeds of doubts. And by doing that, by, 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 by sowing seeds of doubts in everybody, so then you're being mavate, you're, you're dis- discounting uh, the worth of the Prophet. So then they become chayav misa b'deshemayim. And that's why Moses responds, excuse me, one man sins and kol ha'eda tiksov, you're going to have a rage attack against kol ha'eda. What does he mean kol ha'eda? It should have been just adas korach. Mm-hmm. The fact that he said kol ha'eda means oh, God was having a rage attack against every. Very, very medayik, the Rambach. It wasn't just Korach who was the instigator. And they were just like, you know, schlepping after him. So we've got to understand what was the depth of this flaw, this pagam, uh, this, this whole machlok, that at the end of the day, God wanted to destroy Kol Klal Yisrael in the eyes of the Ramban. There's a great Ma'orinaim in Parshas Chukas. Look how he goes from the Ramban, 12th century, dives into the Ma'orinaim. What year? Ma'orinaim was... 1700. Uh, the Ma'orinaim quote, the Svar Makdoshim, basically a Zoya, that there is an equivalence between Kutchebrichu, God, Orisa, Torah, and Yisrael, Am Yisrael. Now, what, we don't know what that means, that they are all one. But, some, but they're used interchangeably. So one is hurt, the other is hurt. One is defaced, the other is defaced. One is praised, the other is depraved. There's a, some equivalence, even though, what, how can you talk about Kuchabrihu and Klal Yisrael in the same breath? 
and then Torah being this kind of intermediary, as we've talked about many times in the Morinayim. Now he's going to go back into his beautiful idea that there are 600,000 letters in the Torah. They're not really, but the metaphor. And he's mentioned before uh, that there were 600,000 souls standing at Sinai. And remember, he said back then, each soul received a letter of the Torah and then he makes the outrageous, beautiful, melting statement that every person has to find that letter because that letter is going to meir nishmoso. It's going to lighten his soul and show him the path he must go, which is a completely revised notion of what Torah is. Torah is a spiritual roadmap, but you've got to find your vehicle on the map to take you to your destination. It's not there just open like an open book. The whole of your life is searching for that vehicle that's going to take you there. That's why there's a struggle in Torah Shavuot. Instead of looking at somebody else to get you there. Oh, and looking at his vehicle yeah. and looking at the rabbi's vehicle and looking at, at Moshe Feinstein's vehicle. Hey man, you were at Sinai. There was a Torah letter given to you at Sinai. That is the light of Torah which comes from the divine that's going to show you your path. Wow. Oh my God. Every soul suckles at the breast. He suckles. And it's that letter that receives, the Yid receives the Hashpa'a the Hashpa, the influence, the Heora, and the shining that God is. Mashpialo, influencing him. You think that just comes to you? You think that that's just, it's it's just lighting there waiting for you? You got to search for it. So that's the Morinayim's interpretation of God, Kodesh Baruch Hu, Torah, and Yisrael are one. They're one, meaning they are contiguous. There is a connection between the infinite divine, the semi porous notion of what Torah is, meaning the 600,000 letters, whatever that means, that the letters obviously shine and influence and direct, and the yid, the neshama of a yid that receives from that one particular. So the infinite becomes very particularized into 600,000 lights, and 600,000 receivers receive it, but we don't know which one's meant for us. We have to search. Now we can understand maybe the deep flaw of this machlokus, this strife. Why? Because it says in my grandfather's text on Simchas Torah, when a yid sins, what is now, it's a mystical definition of sin, it's not I've been a bad boy, here's my punishment, right? But what a yid sins, it's very mystical. Nifgemet ha'ot shelo Torah. That Torah letter that was meant for me, that's mm-hmm. connecting and like a transformer, bringing down the divine light meant for me, becomes flawed. Bechet katan ha'ot rak nifgemet. If it's a little sin, then... It's just flawed. 
But if he transgresses serious transgressions, it becomes erased. I'm just thinking of a picture of Dorian erased. erased. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of a picture of Dorian Gray. Right? He's looking at his picture upstairs and slowly it disintegrates. There's something that it becomes aging and cracked and corrupt. flawed, corrupt. What's corrupt? So when there is a separation, not just between Am Yisrael, this is absolutely stunning, not just vertically between every individual neshama and the os, but if there's a horizontal split and a difference, Bein Yisrael, a machlokus, gam im ha'os shlema. So then if that os is part of another letter, which is part of someone else's neshama, and it's part of a word and part of a sentence, that 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 perfect letter that may be very perfect because you're very from, it becomes separate from the other osius. It's almost like epigenetics, right? I'm living is, my life. What is epigenetics? So epigenetics is when something happens to me that is so profoundly traumatic, mm-hmm. I'm actually affecting the gene. Okay. My gene. Gene expression. That, no. The gene itself that controls steroids or whatever. If it is just so much, if it's overwhelming, that's what they did the study in those 34 women who were pregnant in the World Trade Center, and they found that that is an environmental toxicity. It was an environmental trauma. It wasn't genetic, yet their babies that they finally subsequently delivered had a fracture in that gene. Hmm. It was so overwhelming. That's what he's saying here, that, that the letters of Torah are some kind of spiritual genetic um, uh, connection to me but they also in a mystical way connect to Klal Yisrael because we're one church we're one group we're one whole and so if I'm having machlokas with another one in my group that's going to affect my relationship of that gene to the other gene pool it's going to split it away (laughs) so now it's a letter that's not connected to a word hanging there he says, now I've done tshuva and Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and I fasted and I, I fixed all my, through tshuva, I fixed my genetic, my genetic print upstairs. So now all the osis of Torah are restored together to their shlemus. The Simcha's Torah is the Simcha Sheha Torah Shechazeret Liot Shlema. Just stunning. That the Torah, it's not me, Simcha's Torah. It's the Torah Simcha. It's the, it's the festival of the Torah. Why is she happy? All her children are now All reconstituted. Ones. All the, the letters, letters are, are put are back together. The Alpi calls the Ari Etzim Apagama Machlokas. So that is the Pagam of Machlokas, even though he's so from. So his ice is very shiny up there. But it's what? It's split. It's Nifredes. Even though it's not Nimchekes, it's not blot out. Now, if it's split from the others, it's not going to get the reception from uh, the divine. You have a transformer. Uh, one of the um, lines. 
not the lines, the... Uh, the switches. The switches, the right? One of the switches and fuses becomes separate from the others. It's not that it blew, mm -hmm. but it's not going to get from the transformer. Disconnected. Disconnected. <laughs> So now we're going to say that Korach was very from. He was a big, big, big Baal Masmid, a big Talmud Chacham. But by them being Maharel and listening to him, their Osios became separate. They're all from, they didn't do anything wrong, they just showed up at the stadium to hear his vort. I'm going to destroy them all. Meaning, they've lost their Yanika, they're suckling from Kedusha. Why? They're hanging out with this guy. Well, this guy, he may be from, but he's separate. It's a machlokas shalola shem shemaim. So he's not connected to the transformer. So he was watching. He, he wasn't doing it, but he was watching it, which is just as bad as sometimes. Right. Now let's go back to this question about sofa lehit kayem. Umashinema be Mishnah loshen sofa lehit kayem ve sofa lehit kayem. What does that mean? So the Gemara in Kedushin 30b says, Al haposik. It says in Numbers 21, Al kain yoma besefer milchamas Hashem at vahav besefer. Very strange word. It doesn't make sense in Hebrew. There was a song at the time, the battles and the wars. And Moses is saying, and that's what they say in our book of battles. We don't have it anymore, but we had a Sefer Milchama Hashem. At Vahav Basofa. Now he's going to retranslate it. At Vahav Basofa. Afilo Ha'avu Beno Ha'rav Vatalmida Shoiskin Batera Vanasa Oyim Zelazer. Einu Zavim Misham Achinasim Avaselazer. When a father and son, or Rav and a Talmud, are steiging in Torah and they're screaming at each other and they're made enemies of each other, they don't move from them until that's all resolved and they become beloved again. Shenema at vahav basofa. Al tikri basofa ela basofa, meaning loshon sof, at the end. At vahav, ahava will be at the end. Even though in the beginning the machlokas is fierce. I mean, you look at the machlokas. There's A and B, A and non A. You say X, I say Y. You say black, I say white. Nevertheless, at the end, it didn't bring them to a separation mm. like Korach and Moshe. I mean, if you read the text, you would think they're mortal enemies. How do we know? Because we know that the Talmudim of Hillel married daughters to the Talmudim of Shaman. So then, so since at the end it was from out of love, then you know all the way back to the beginning, it was out of a sense of decency, of respect, of mutual respect. You're right? Just the opposite of today's politics. And therefore, going back to the mystical interpretation, you know that since that there's ahava between the enemies in learning, therefore nothing is mixed upstairs, nothing is pulled out, nothing is separate upstairs, even though they're fighting. Because at the end, it's mechubar, it's mutual respect, mm. and therefore they love each other. We should mm. all learn how 
to be cholik on each other mm. in that sense of love.